Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome back. This is Stacy Eldridge, and I am joining Craig McConnell in the Ransomed Heart Studio, and I'm so happy to be here talking with you about my new book that's coming out August 1st, Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You. And Stacy, it's good to have you. Thank you, Craig. I like being with you. It's fun. <laughs> Stacy, the first chapter, um, boy, I hope, listeners, you were able to uh, take in last week's podcast and just enjoy an excerpt from Stacy's book. But this, this next chapter we're going to highlight is titled, Looking Back with Mercy. And so give us the synopsis of Looking Back with Mercy. Okay, this is chapter two. And what I'm trying to do is to set the stage of looking at our life differently, looking at our life the way God does. For many of us, we look back on our life, the story of our childhood, the story of our teen years, all of our life. When we see the mistakes, we feel the wounds, and it's really easy to look back on our life with regret. But the invitation from God is to look back at it with mercy. There is mercy in his eyes when he sees us. And so we can be merciful too. Mm -hmm. The invitation from God is not to be harsh, critical, just embarrassed of our past, but actually to invite him into it, to see it the way he does and learn from it because Mm -hmm. he was there, which this is what I really love. Some of our stories are horrific, Hmm. stories I've heard, and the question is often, where were you, God? Which is a great question to ask, and one he would love to answer. Hmm. So looking back with mercy is a chapter where we begin to invite God's take on our lives and invite him to reveal to us the ways that he was present the ways he was loving us, protecting us, shielding us, guiding us, wooing us to his true heart in the midst of all of our lives, our childhoods, our young adulthood, this morning. Just really a good take on our lives is his. So let's listen to an audio excerpt from Chapter 2 of Stacy's new book, Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You. Every human being has some vital place in their life where they are not living in the victory they long for, and it colors how they view themselves. Every woman's personal struggle rooted in her past, be it fear of intimacy or a deep-rooted self-hatred or a pressing need to control her world, makes her desperate for God. We all have something that brings us to our knees. It isn't something we would ever choose for ourselves or wish on anyone else, but we all have an area or ten in our lives that drives us to need God. We can't free ourselves. We are weak, aware that something inside is broken and starving. It is a wonderful grace when we finally give up and fall down before the one who is strong. And my friend... It is not a bad thing that you desperately need Jesus. For some reason, we feel embarrassed by our desperation. We see desperation as a sign that something is terribly wrong with us. Oh, no. 
We were created to desperately need Jesus. We have always needed him, and we always will. I do not believe God caused the pain of our lives, but I do know that he uses it to drive us to himself. The desperation is a good thing. As George MacDonald wrote, How many helps thou givest to those would learn, to some sore pain, to others a sinking heart, to some a weariness worse than any smart, to some a haunting, fearing, blind concern, to some a hunger that will not depart. I am a hungry woman. I am hungry for love, for acceptance, for belonging, for meaning. I am desperate for God. I am aware of the aching abyss inside of me, of which many have written. Oswald Chambers wrote, There is only one being who can satisfy the last aching abyss of the human heart, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. I know that now, but I certainly didn't know it as a little girl hungry for approval and love. I didn't wake every morning knowing that Jesus is the one who will satisfy the starving places in my heart. I have grown into knowing it. I continue to grow into knowing it. I wasn't even aware of how hungry I was when, as a newlywed, I first began to give my heart away to the drive through I didn't know I was making a deal with bondage. Food would satisfy my hunger, my loneliness, my ache for a while, but only for a little while. And then I would need another fix. I would get another fix, and then I got into a fix that I have spent the better part of 30 years trying to get out of. The messages I received growing up, and particularly my mother's fixation on my weight, set me up for the struggle. The way had been paved for food to hold a power in my life it was never meant to. Obsession with the number on the scale and the size of the clothes turned over the measurement of my value as a woman to my weight and appearance. My bondage to binging has shaped my life as profoundly as any other thing or person. What I came to believe about myself through my helpless state, failure, and how I chose to fight through my shame and still show up and offer what I could to others shaped my soul. Witnessing the way my husband's heart was broken and transformed through my losing battle with food is a massively defining part of my story, a large portion of it, an extra-large portion of it. Yes, I get the pun. Stacy, so good, so good. I'm enjoying this, and I know women will just find their hearts deeply encouraged. How do we get more of this? Oh, I want you to have more. I want you to have all of it. The book is available at your favorite bookstore starting August 1st. The date that it's released, the study guide is also being released. If women would like to do that on their own or with a group, that will be available or, or at their church. So August 1st, everyone, that's the day. Oh, and join us next week as we continue with Stacey Eldridge about her life and her new book, Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You. Come visit us at RansomedHeart.com for more resources. Or at our Facebook page. Or mine, Stacey Eldridge. I have a Facebook page. Come on, meet me there. <laughs>